Yeah, we are here. Episode 404. It's a palindrome. I love that. We love palindromic numbers. We also love the Brain Candy Podcast. We really do. (laughs) We love you guys. We hope you're hanging in there and and staying healthy and well. We're thinking of all of you. Yeah. What what have you been up to besides just staying staying dry and staying cozy? Um, so one of the things that I am passionate about during my bunker yes. period of quarantine is schedules, uh, routines. Oh. This is what I In my, the early days of the pandemic, when it was happening in China, I would read articles about people and how you go nuts yes. if, if you're in your house and... Even Cabin if it's fever. comfortable. Yeah, you start to feel like anxious yes. and all that. But one of the ways you can curb that is by have, getting up, getting ready, having a schedule, yes. especially if you have kids. Right. Um, Maintaining some sense of normalcy. Yeah. And take the opportunity to maybe you want to organize your house. Yeah. Maybe you want to read all those books on your nightstand that you haven't been reading. Yes. Just have a Are purpose. No, no. <laughs> having a purpose I think is so important. Um, if you happen to be privileged enough to have food in your home that is yummy, kind of working on cooking and making it yes. special for your family, that's a, that's something not everyone has, but if you do. So those are the things I've been working on. Oh, I like this. <laughs> and I know that it's to some people this oh all gosh. sounds crazy and no. uh, an overreaction, but... You know, I, I got a good lesson in self-care the other day. And so I see, like, the importance of, like, taking time. What was and the lesson? So, you know, I've been running around like crazy, like, moving and just trying to get, yeah, like, you've been divorce stuff settled and just going back and forth, even just splitting my time between two practices and kind of feeling like I am still in Orange County, but then also in L.A. Yeah. So it's been a lot. So I really haven't had time to do any of the personal care things. I didn't have, hadn't had a manicure since before the Super Bowl. I, had, I know because I got my nails like the color of one of the, not like intentionally, yeah. but I was like, oh, I'm getting red. That's one of the colors of the teams, whatever. Um, so that's how I remembered. But, uh, uh, and just like little things, like I hadn't really given myself, you know, I like to do like the face mask and like the whole thing and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I had one of those days. And then Ren for my birthday gave me a gift card to go get a manicure and pedicure. And I had just not used it, not used it because we've been doing other things. And I almost like when there's so much on the list of things, to, like so much to do, I well, am you're my at the bottom. I am yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. And as a therapist, I preach all the time about the importance of self-care, how I, I use the analogy of an airplane mask that drops down and how you got to put it on yourself before others and even in my own mind i've kind of put like i don't know in 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 talking to people about what i was you reminded me yesterday when i was talking to my mom we were sort of talking about people who aren't preparing for the Uh situation and and she said something that i think you'll agree with people put the urgent over the important correct so like if you have a thing that you think, oh, I got to do this right now. Yes. Then the important thing, which is like the big picture stuff, totally gets put to the back burner. Totally. But go ahead. Yes. It, it, every single thing about that is correct. Yeah. Even, and things that I don't really realize were important. Like we don't have a, a, a bed frame right now because I sold my bed frame at yeah. my old place. Yeah. So it's like a mattress on the floor and like it works. And there are other things that are more urgent that I have to do, like taking care of work and taking care of, you know, all the stuff, all yes. the other stuff. Yes. When we just got a couch, it changed 
so much. Yeah, your mental state. You know, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I didn't even think about the importance of like having the furniture that makes it feel like a home. So having this day where I took time for myself, I went to the gym. I got manicure, like I got a pedicure first and like Ren saw me, I was like in the morning, I was like painting my nails. He's like, what are you doing painting your nails? I thought you were going to go get a manicure. Aww. And I was like, they never do it like I want them to do it and blah, blah, blah. She's picky. I'm like picky. So I'm like, I'll just trust him. And, and I like, I, they have to do a good job because I feel like I'm good at painting my nails. So like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll go to like, get a manicure, go get a manicure and and I also told Ren that the reason why I don't like getting a pedicure is or manicure is because I am a nail biter yeah. and they always shame me about biting my nails. Yeah, I don't like how every they single do that. time they do that. So I'm like, oh, I hate that. So I went and I go get an, a, a pedicure. It was the best pedicure I ever had. I walked out of there, looked at my toes. I'm like, oh, damn, my girl Lynn did such a good job. <laughs> and uh, yep. And I even asked, her, I was like, what's your name? Because I'm coming back to you every single time. Walked out of there, was like, you know what? Fuck it. Turned right around. And yeah. said, can I make an appointment with you for a manicure? <gasps> and I got, I got my manicure done. You, they look fantastic. Oh, but I'll tell you, you get, I'll get, she absolutely shamed me about biting my nails she still. Did? I was like, Lynn, Why do I'll they let it do go. that? Yeah. They and know you like, have an addiction. She, yeah. She was like, why are you biting your nails? I'm, like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lynn. Sarah, sorry. Yeah, she was like, it's bad. Is it's that bad. I'm like, I color? Know because you know how I love the what the royal yes. family wears. It's the it's that one. It's the the one ballet from, slippers yeah, from it's Etsy. The, it's the it's that version, but like gel. Oh, it's yes. so beautiful. Thank you. I love it. Yes. So yeah. and you're, you claim you're not going to bite your. Nails. I'm not going to. What's because the longest the, you've gone without biting? Do you know? Do you when like they a, look nice, I I won't bite them, and and also when. Yeah, when I have like other distractions, so I just gotta organize drawers and stuff, like Ugh, you said. Right? Yes. It's hard. It's but, hard. But this whole day, like, and after after getting my nails done and and going to the gym and doing everything I needed to do, take care of, like, I was like singing as I was cooking dinner, and Ren's like, "You are in such a good mood," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, yeah." And he goes, "You know mm. what? Self care." Yeah. And then like the light bulb clicked for me, and I was like, "Oh my god." you're right that was what it, and sometimes I, I i even you know when i give uh, uh like lectures or, or um you know presentations on like self-care and things like that you know i i often talk about self-care how it's not just getting you know your nails done and getting a massage it's like doing things that that help support like your life and blah blah, blah. so i think in my mind i've almost like labeled it as like those things aren't quote unquote like good enough self-care like yeah. serious enough mm-hmm. but that's not true at all yeah if that's what makes you feel good then freaking do it and i got all the good endorphins from going to the gym oh that's so good yeah so i really got a lesson in like real life what not taking care of yourself for a while in those ways and it, i was reminded when i listened to our episode and you were telling me about the woman with the bees who spent uh who got the boxed hair dye and how everybody likes to look good yeah and what a difference it made when i just put a little bit of effort into myself and it was like oh i'm not so sad and depressed anymore i think it's become very difficult for people to know what they should and shouldn't do though right the messages are often conflicting Mm -hmm. And the world is upside down and you're bombarded with different messages all day. I mean, I'm in that field and I still was like, no, that's not like good enough self-care, but it totally is. Have you had any clients or people saying that they are having anxiety because of everything? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I think a lot of people are, it's yeah. realistic anxiety, like, you know, and, and so we talk about, I think the thing that can be really helpful for people right now 
is, uh, uh, and this, my supervisor actually gave me this idea that you get two mason jars or, you know, any kind of jars. And on one of them, you write a label that says things I can control. And on the other one, you write a label that says things I can't control. And then you on like, take a, like in post-it notes or whatever. And those, those worries and fears that you pop into your mind, you write them on the paper yeah. and you put them in that jar. Is this something I can control or something I can't control? Okay. And when you do that, you can kind of, it helps you kind of sort out like what is within my control? Is it worth worrying about? Do I need to be concerned about this? And it helps you feel like you can have a little more control Mm -hmm. in a situation that maybe feels out of control. Yeah. So I've been kind of trying to do this for myself and think about that. And there's something about writing things down that I think is really, really helpful. Yeah, because I think this can be a very overwhelming time and every little tip Mm -hmm. can help Mm -hmm. people. I'm telling you, Sarah, though, you need to start doing just... Skype sessions. Yeah. Well, sort uh, that out, please. My uh, my boyfriend, I can say Ren. People know who he is now. Ren, uh, uh, he just let me know that his work has told everybody to work from home. Yeah. So everybody's kind This of- might be the last time you're coming. We might have to do it via phone as well. <laughs> you're right. I mean... Your contamination room. Listen, and- I can't take any chances. What if you're, you know, a carrier? I don't know. Right. The world's crazy out there, man. <laughs> you know? I can't get over the snakes in the pillowcase. Ew, No. Right. No. <laughs> Sarah's looking at I can't get over how great my bra feels. Oh, that's, that's what way I better than snakes in a pillowcase. That's what I can't get over. Yes. I was just talking to one of our listeners who was one of those people that kept, you know how you can keep a bra for like 20 years and uh, think it's fine? Absolutely. <laughs> it's not fine. No, it's not fine. And she was like, turns out that was a bad move. So she finally upgraded and got her third love and she wrote to us to thank us oh my gosh, for the recommendation because her, her teats are happy. Because oh. the third love bras are designed to fit you. Um, they have measured millions of women. This is actually true. And made bra styles that are made to fit your life. They have over 80 bra sizes um, and they have uh, the memory foam yes. cups. So they like are perfect for your yeah. boobs. I feel like they never give me that weird arm never, chub thing. Never. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I hate that. Mm-hmm. And they're always cut perfect. I'm wearing it right now. So yeah, yeah. I feel it. And uh, they have the perfect fit promise. So you have 60 days to wash it, wear it. If you don't love it, you can return it for free. And then they donate it to a woman in need, which I also really love. Um, and they, I don't know. I just think that it's such an important part of your outfit and you don't think about it you just think oh whatevs but it's really important you want to feel good third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone so right now they're offering our listeners 15 percent off your first order go to thirdlove.com slash brain now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15 percent off your first purchase that's thirdlove.com slash brain for 15 percent off today and their undies are great yes i have a pair of those too i love it okay go on you were saying about yes because i was thinking about our when you told me about the snakes and that like, I can't get over that and how creepy that is. Have you always had that fear, though? Yes. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Um, but that reminded me of an article I read, like, months ago, and I can't believe I forgot to talk about it on here. Um, but this came up in my headline, like, way back when. It was, like, warning, iguanas are falling from trees. <laughs> or, iguanas are falling from the sky. Did you hear about this? In Florida? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so apparently <laughs> we, there was a cold, like, cold front that yeah. moved through the East Coast. Uh-huh. And when the temperature drops below 45 degrees, mm-hmm. because they're cold-blooded animals, most, uh, these, these reptiles go into a dormant state where they look like they're yes. dead. They flip over. They, and often they 
sleep and hang out in trees. So when they get cold and then they oh, it gives me the heebie jeebies. Yeah, it's disturbing. Right? And all then and then they fall like they go into this cold dormant state and it's can't like hang on anymore. And so they just fall out of the tree. And they can be five feet in length. So you imagine a big tree and five you, feet for freaking real. That's what it says. Remember, Suze, don't you remember when there oh was a God. monitor lizard? Yeah, in, but that's not an iguana. What, it says, since iguanas are large, adult males can reach five feet in length, weigh up to 20 pounds, and it can be very dangerous if one lands on top of you. That's yep. sick. And it's like an invasive species, so there's a bunch now. You know, like they, once they get into the population, it just like, ooh. And the creepy <laughs> thing is like, then they warm up. And then they start moving again, which is like really gross. So like there's like a time. So they all fall out of the tree and then like in the like morning hours, they're all like dead looking on the floor and the sun comes up and then all of a sudden you're like on your way to school and all of these like look dead looking lizards start running across. No, a swarm of anything freaks me out and a swarm of like (laughs) what what looks like zombie lizards coming for me. What's the collective noun for a group of uh, lizards or lizards? That is a really good question. (laughs) Let's guess. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, You're really good at guessing these. Yeah. It's going to be called like a group of iguanas. A scale. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know. That's a really good, que- okay, really good answer. Guess? I want to go with more of like the nest or hive thing, kind of like like snakes. Like my instinct is to say it's kind of like a... Let's look it up. Yeah. Okay, pause. Hold on. Oh, God, that's so great. Well, this just makes it creepier. <laughs> a group of iguanas. Ready for it? A slaughter. How great is that? Oh my gosh, that's even worse. A so slaughter a slaughter of, a, of iguanas coming at you. Why would they you? call that? They're not well, even violent. I, I don't know. Oh, that sounds yeah. ominous. I don't like it. Um, it also says that you could also call it a mess of iguanas. I like that. That that's sounds better. like a, that's a more mess. Accurate. Yep. Yep. Yep, a okay. mess, they say. What would you do? Though? Are you scared of them or you just no, don't want them falling on you? I don't want them falling on me. And it's more like the that, that something that you think is dead then like wiggles back to life. <laughs> yes. That freaks me out. Yes. You know? Uh-huh. I watched this whole thing. I think it was like a Vsauce video on why we're scared of snakes. Yes, we talked about this. A and long how time it's ago. so fucking unnatural. Yes, it's the slithery movement. Yes, that we can't describe. And don't get me not... started on those desert ones that go sideways, sidewinders that uh. go sideways. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I'm and cool the water ones freak me out oh, too. Oh <laughs> god! I, the summer camp I went to, there was a lake, and they legit had water moccasins in there, and they would always warn us, "You cannot swim in the lake. You can't go in the lake." And if you got in the, people saw them all the nope. time, and you got caught in the. Uh, I can't. It ain't I right. get. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't put my feet on the floor when I talk about this. What is that about? When have you, have you ever touched one? A or? snake? Yeah. For sure. Where? The zoo? And it's, it's like one, it's the same reason I don't like rats and mice because they're things that scurry. <laughs> and <laughs> right. remember How when we were playing the newlywed game yeah. and you're like, what is this? They're like, oh, things that scurry. And, and mysterious go, wetness. And you're totally right on both of those. <laughs> I fucking hate it. And we could throw like slithering into, and scurrying into like the same category. Really? But uh, uh, it's it's if it's controlled, if I can see it, I'm okay. But if it's if it's like sneaking up on me, it's the idea when if someone's sneaking up on me. Yeah, and, like it starts crawling. Oh, the, what? that's what happened to you at the movie theater when that rat the rat crawled up my leg, crawled up your leg, right? 
Oh, <laughs> my God. No, it didn't. I should be get this clear. It didn't crawl up my the leg. It crawled up the wall that I was sitting next to. Mm-hmm. Might be grosser. I mean, and I fucking freaked out. But then with snakes, remember that story of when I was walking my dog and all of a sudden the snake, a rattlesnake a goes rattlesnake. right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting there waiting to, for it to cross the path and I could hear a bunch of them around me. Like I knew I was in a nest of them. F- fuck that. <laughs> I can't You know who I bet has a snake? Who? Linda. Linda. <laughs> she doesn't have a snake. She has cats. Yeah, she does have, she does cats. Or like a rabbit. A bird. No, she has a bird. She has a bird. She has a bird. My grandma used to be best friends with a woman who she called Fran the bird lady. Uh-huh. I realize now she was an animal hoarder, but... Oh. Mm-hmm. How many birds are we talking? Hundreds. Oh. She had a, her whole half of her house was in like an atrium that had she had every kind of bird you could ever imagine, and I couldn't imagine like you know it was so fun to go over her house when we were younger and it would be like birds everywhere. Sure, she would, it was yeah. so fun. And then I am not even thinking about it until this very moment when she passed away. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. What happened with all those birds? Yeah, that's really scary. Well, I don't think, think it's about. scary. Well, I not think scary, it's just but like a, I should say, scary for the birds. I'm sure. Yeah, because like birds live forever. Do they? Well, like, like fifty years like, or something. Like uh, uh, parrots and stuff. Fuck. They live a long ass time. My dad bought my mom a bird oh, one yeah. time. Like my mom, we never had pets. Mm-hmm. She was anti, and he. I think he got it for her as like a spite. Because oh he knew God. she would hate it. Get out! And he named it my mom's name. No, Peggy. That, that was that was <laughs> that was a move. It lasted about a week before that. I don't know where. And let it free. Remember when Tim Beggy got me a pigeon for my twentieth birthday? Stop it! No, I did not remember that. He gave me twenty presents. He wrapped them all, lined oh them up. Oh my God! And the last one was a bird in a box. Oh, my God. And then I opened it up, and it was from World of Pigeons. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was a homing pigeon. World of Pigeons. <laughs> and uh, at the time, I thought, it's a homing pigeon. If you let it go, it comes back. Right. Well, it needs to know where apparently the World of Pigeons probably has one pigeon that keeps coming back. Oh, my God. <laughs> because It just I, goes right back home. Yeah. It, homing, but... The home is at World of It's not, yeah, at my mom's house. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, like, who does that? What else was in those gifts? He did get me diamond earrings. Oh, okay. So, I mean, yeah, but there was also, like, um, I remember a bumper sticker that said, meter maids eat their young. Like, he's an odd (laughs) character. He is an odd character. If you're a fan of Road Rules Season 2, you would have enjoyed Tim Beggy, but um, that was the strangest birthday gift I ever received. You're welcome. That is really funny. Oh my gosh. Sorry well, to interrupt your iguana. <laughs> no, I like that. I like thinking about weird gifts that I'm trying to think of the weirdest gift I've ever received. Yes. What was it? Yeah. Do you have one? I don't know if I do. Uh, I know what it was. What? Lube from Omax. Oh, that's not weird. That's like necessary and <laughs> lovely. Yeah, that was like, but I mean, it's it's a fun gift, but like yes. you weren't expecting O-Shot lube. I was not. <laughs> um, we have been talking about O-Shot for ages because ladies, don't you want to have a nice O? Yes. And don't you want it to smell, the lube to smell nice? Yes, and taste nice. And taste nice yes. for you or your partner. Yep. So you need to try this and get the ultimate climax. That is what they claim. 
Hey now. I don't know what you're waiting for, especially during the quarantine. Oh we have to get our... Still able to do it. Yes. It's it's self-care. It is. <laughs> oh, in the best of ways. I love it because it's made of botanicals, eight botanicals and full spectrum CBD. Mm-hmm. So it's all natural. It's not weird toxic stuff. You can put that right in your mouth. No problem. No problemo. Um, and here's the deal. They wanted to give you guys a special treat. Whether you're single or looking to spice up your relationship with more satisfying sex, every woman can benefit from a more enjoyable orgasmic experience. Omax Oshot comes to the rescue and provides heightened sexual sensations, which can give you the instant and long-lasting satisfaction you've been looking for. And it's 100% safe and natural. Remember to go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code BRAINCANDY to take advantage of the incredible savings. That's O-M-A-X-Health.com and enter code BRAINCANDY to get 20% off Oshot and all Omax products worldwide. They have tons of stuff, so check them out. Yeah. Um, I interrupted. What was the weirdest present you've ever received? I can't even... I don't even know what that... I mean, the weird... The one where, like... But this is, like in line with like childhood trauma stuff it was my dad one year when i was my 12th birthday or something like that gave me like an extra large men's black sweatshirt and my mom was like what the fuck on gift what is this why did what did he say was the reason i don't know if there was an explanation it was just like and i remember coming home and like because it was like one night where like he had custody or something like that where he there was a visitation before it was like he wasn't allowed to have any of those mm. and we went to i remember all of it went to topper's pizza and it was my birthday and i opened it up and i was so disappointed and i was like what the fuck do i do with it because also i was bigger at the time so then i felt like oh, no. is he thinking that i fit into this and then i felt really bad and then i took it home and i remember just crying to my mom and being like this is what i got for my birthday and she was like what the fuck out of touch kind of weird gift is that oh, and that's i like, so weird. couldn't get over it do you think and it like, was that someone had given it to him and he just like didn't have anything, so he wrapped maybe, it? Maybe, probably. Okay. It was like there wasn't even anything on it. It wasn't like that is so weird. It's right. Why would you ever, even if it was the correct size, right? Why would you give someone a thirteen-year-old daughter, your thirteen, twelve or thirteen-year-old daughter, with a, nothing on nothing, it, just a, just black, a black sweatshirt. sweatshirt for like her birthday and like? I have questions. Yeah, the mm-hmm. bunch of questions a lot of people <laughs> yeah, had during that period. By the way, I'm sorry to interrupt. There was a brainiac who, when we were asking people for the 400th episode to list their favorite moment, mm-hmm. she said one of her favorite moments was when you text your dad on the air, and I reacted. I forgot all about it. I totally it. forgot about that too. I made what you text happened? him and ask him how he got the phone number or whatever yeah. to real world. And he did write you back. I don't even remember what he said. What happened? He, he said he wasn't going to tell you where he got it. Oh, but, come on. <laughs> you're mad about up. it again. Yeah, it feels like I'm like hearing a story that happened to somebody else. I know. I feel I've really weird about the fact that I didn't mm-hmm. even remember myself. But yeah, I remember he said, you know, he was glad you reached out and everything. And he was nice, but he was just like, was. I think he maybe said it wasn't your aunt or something mm. i don't yeah. remember Oof. but it was just awkward man so anyway there you go <laughs> i started making a list of my favorite moments because there were so many that would just really? cracked me up yeah yeah the whole uh the bee dick one from the other dick about glory holes with bees but bee, oh my bee, god the bee sting on the penis 
I don't think I've, I almost, I was like <laughs> not safe driving in the car. I was laughing so hard. I was like, I have to write this. This is so fucking funny. And I'm like laughing at myself, which is like weird. Yes. But, you were extra funny that time. Yes. Because you were like, who gets their dick out around a bunch of bees? Right? But, you know, so maybe I don't know the weirdest gift uh, ever, but uh, there is a weird, I don't know if you can call it a gift, but maybe like a family tradition uh, in one family that, that I heard about recently that. I was like, what the actual fuck? So there is a family in Michigan, the Rettinger's fa- the Rettinger family, uh, that has a fruitcake that is 141 years old. No. They have preserved their grandma's fruitcake for that many years. That cannot be their grandma, can it? Yeah, great, sorry, great-great-granddaughter. Oh, my the God. The great-great-granddaughter. The original baker was a woman named Fidelia Ford who baked the cake in 1878. Oh, come and on. And so it was a tradition in their family to bake the cake. And then I didn't know this about fruit. First of all, do you like fruitcakes? No one likes them. That's what I thought. But then when I heard this story, the people who were telling it were like, no, fruitcakes are good, which I'm like, Mm, now I, I mean, it would have to everything. be a really right. incredible chef. So apparently with fruitcakes, you do preserve them for like a year, which seems weird. Like how? Just by, that's what you do? Yeah, so like they would make it and then no, they would preserve stupid. it for some time and then they would eat it like as, like a, 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 that was like their tradition. And Why? What they do you would, preserve it with? I don't know. That's uh, maybe do you freeze it? Okay. it it's I, I can't figure it out. But that's it's like a it said that the cake was there was like a, a tradition of like baking this cake, letting it age for a year before serving it during the holiday season. But then the woman died before right. it was able to be served. Yeah. So they just kept preserving it and kept preserving it. But the craziest thing about this story was that this isn't even the oldest fruit, the oldest like cake that's been preserved. Uh, the Detroit News reported that uh, there was a cake found in an Egyptian tomb. Nope. That was 4,176 years old. It's now displayed in a food museum in Switzerland. Shut up. Yes. Isn't that crazy? This fruitcake was like on tour. It was even on The Tonight Show. <laughs> tour. Right. The woman's really? fruitcake, not the 7,000 one Did you see a picture of it? Yes. Would you like to see a yeah, picture with the woman the... posing too? Yes. Here it okay. is with her great granddaughter. <gasps> oh, I mean, okay, here's what it looks like. It looks like every fruitcake you've ever seen. Correct. So, like, what if you accidentally <laughs> ate that one? Oh, my God, the whole family would be pissed. You're there, what and you're, you, like, the you... boyfriend, like, of, like, the great-great-granddaughter who's, like, over He's there. New, he, he has no know. idea, and it's, like, on display, and he thinks it's the dessert table, and he cuts into it. And he it. just can't get enough of that sweet, <gasps> sweet fruitcake. <laughs> what do you think would be... Could you even cut into it? No way. I don't way. think so. There's probably no way. 141 it's years, it's got to be like a block, a brick. Okay. It and looks she just nasty. Keeps, she shouldn't touch it. Is she touching it with her bare hands? See, no, I'm she's very... holding it on a, a nice crystal plate at a nice angle. <sighs> Did you see the thing that came out where the teacher wanted to show the benefits of hand washing? So uh-uh. she had a bunch of um, baggies with bread in it, uh-huh. and they had the control. Oh, this is genius. Tell oh me my everything. God. I can see where we're going. Yeah, so you have the control bread that nobody touched. Then you have the bread that was touched with um, oh dirty hands, Yeah, and then hand sanitized hands, and then soap and water hands. And boy, that'll make you use soap and water Yeah, because that and the control one were fine. But the hand sanitizer one and then the dirty hands one, it looked so gross. I've always thought hand sanitizer is a... 
I think you really have to use a time and and like, like, but you still have like dirt on your hands. Yeah. You know, it seems like it doesn't get it clean. Right, it doesn't it really get it clean. It's just it like supposedly gets rid of the bacteria. Yeah, that's not clean though. Yeah, but like, the, so she was a teacher, so she had all the kids touch it. So I mean, a lot of kids touched each piece yeah. or whatever. But um, but how's anyway. that any different than when you go to the grocery store? Like, I pick up an apple and I'm like looking at which one to get, and then could you imagine how many like people have done the same thing? No, right. I am not okay. Right, and it's so unfortunate that that episode in which I was like, sometimes I pee at home and I don't wash my hands. <laughs> I mean, okay, let me ask you this, because yes. obviously that was then controversial because totally. then the pandemic came. Yeah. Um, when people go get up in the middle of the night to pee, do they still wash their hands? I sometimes do, yeah. I think... I I don't think people don't are think doing people that. I don't think people do, actually. And that's kind of like what I'm talking about. It's yeah. just those times I'm going to have to like, think, because I, what I do is not con- washing my hands, like I think maybe I'd go through the act of it and like just turn the water on mm. and like barely even do like a little bit of rain. it doesn't seem it's definitely not yeah. two rounds of the happy birthday song <laughs> which, which I have had stuck in my freaking head no. for a month now because no. that's what I sing every time I wash my hands. Thank you, Amy Schumer, for putting up that tweet that's yeah. now I can't get out of my head. But it works. Yeah. But yeah, just re- you realize what is on your hands, and I'm, I bring this up just because I. Was she actually touching the cake? Because you wouldn't want to do that. Right. You're like, oh, don't touch that cake, woman. Get those hands <laughs> away that's from that. that's gross. Then you're keeping it in your house. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. Can you imagine mm-hmm. if you took a sample from that cake? Oh. Oh, well, the bacteria that was on that? Mm-hmm. Ugh, how about that food museum in Switzerland? What's going on there? Yeah, good point. I, we breezed right by that. Right. <laughs> food museum. What the hell else yeah, is in there? I need answers. Right. Um... If you are like me and sort of uh, in your bunker, then you could support freelance um, artists and uh, professionals using Fiverr. I got an email from them the other day saying that this is a great way to keep people, you know, in business. Yes, good point. That really concerns me how many people are going to be screwed financially. So anyway, Fiverr is great. They have pretty much everything that you would ever need in digital services from graphic design to web programming, editing, copywriting, everything that you would want for social media. I have been having the blast coming up with stickers and stuff for Brain Candy Social. And it's really affordable and they have 24-7 customer service and they all the artists have ratings uh, or I should say the talent have ratings. So like, you know that they're reliable and they've got great feedback you can take five and check out Fiverr.com and you'll receive 10% off your first order by using our code BRAINCANDY. It's so easy. Don't waste any more time and get the service you deserve by going to F-I-V-E-R-R.com, code BRAINCANDYFIVER. It starts here. Yes. Great freelance talent. Yes. Um, so this is a group that maybe appears to have a talent, but a talent in the completely wrong thing. Okay. So this was a study that was done by uh, some researchers at MIT. Mm-hmm. This was in MIT News. And there, it's it's a study on consumers who have a knack for buying unpopular products. Okay. So these researchers, you know how you go to the grocery store and you use like a, a like Ralph's Club card or whatever. They track like all of your purchases. Yeah. And they can see everything that people have purchased. So these researchers examined 77,744 consumers who purchased 8,800 new products between 2003 and 2005. And they tracked that data to see how long or how well the products did. 
Okay. There is a specific group that was excellent at only buying things that failed. Why? And they call them the, oh, the name is so good, Harbingers of Failure. Oh my God. Yes. So now this group is document is now no. like they've been assigned to these as an identified no. as people. And the craziest thing is that this even extends like not just to products, but the same clusters can be seen in who they pick for like elections. No. They pick losers too. <gasps> Isn't this crazy? What? Yes. Is going on. Tell me everything. It says, okay, so this is a cross-category effect. If you're the kind of person who bought something that really didn't resonate with the market, say coffee-flavored Coca-Cola, then that means you're more likely to buy a toothpaste or laundry detergent that fails to resonate with the market as well. So I got it. So that maybe they're more adventurous. Yes. That's one argument is like they're more adventurous. And it says... uh, these harbingers of failure have the unusual property that they keep on buying products that are taken from the shelves. Oh my God. Yes. Isn't it interesting? My it's- mom always says everything she loves gets discontinued. Maybe She's she- a harbinger of failure. <laughs> She's like, why does that always happen to ask me? Ask her if she, ask her all the rant that she oh is it. Oh my God. She is the- and the, so and she's the a voting risk for taker. Trump was just a, 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 a <laughs> right. That, the, well, he the, did lose is, technically. Right. Ooh. Oh my gosh! Isn't it crazy? Yeah, that it's is like, fascinating. So, in the question of like, what were they thinking? That's kind of like the difficulty is they don't understand. It's a, there, there's a little bit of an idea that it could be a preference for risk that people are more willing willing to take a risk on unusual yeah. products. Yeah. But it says they've also kind of ruled those things out. Like harbingers are not evidently any more tired or distracted than anyone else when choosing the product. So that was my idea that they were kind of like whatever. Like yeah. more susceptible to gimmicky stuff. Yeah. You know, I the think flashy that might marketing. Be it. Oh, yes. for sure with peg. Yeah. And it says it's not the case that they're buying, because like, and I was even thinking maybe it's like that guy who I've definitely stood in front of at the grocery store or behind at the grocery store at like midnight where he's like in his pajamas and buying like Mountain Dew and like weird flavored Oreos. And I'm like, "Mm, this is, this sounds like depression or something. And it says that it's not the case that these are people buying goods at two o'clock in the morning. They're not inattentive. They're systematically, they're able to identify these really terrible products that fail to resonate with the mainstream. So they're just like going up their own creek or down maybe a different they, creek or whatever that expression. Maybe they want to be different. Yeah. And which is your mom. Some people, yeah. She's my totally mom like likes that. that. Mm-hmm. Where you want to ha- be your different than the mainstream. She failure. always says, I'm not a follower. Oh my God. Yeah. Maybe it's that of like, I want to go, I'm going to get the new and exciting oh thing, whatever. God. That is a great study, and why? What do you think their intention was? Why did they want to know? Who cares? I, I, I think it's one of those where they accidentally, like that, they were looking to see if there were markets that could predict whether something would do well. Yeah, these kind of people buy these products, and these products tend to do well. But what stood out even more were the people who consistently, without fail, would buy the products that would fail. Okay, so let's say you're in the harbingers of failure. And then they tell you, like, you're amongst a group of people who tends to buy products that eventually fail. Yeah. Would that then but they don't change? Tell you. Oh, okay. This is I all you this, said- because it's not. It's not like research where you. You don't you have to volunteered. knowingly. Okay. You're, you've already by signing up for the Albertsons Card. member, whatever it yeah. is. 
I don't even think they have a rewards program. Whatever, yeah, like you know the what grocery I mean? store. You've already agreed to that in the terms and conditions, and so they're just looking at your spending habits. Okay, because so if you give told you those, them, that would influence their... Right, and you know when they give you those the coupons that just print from the... Like randomly, those are based on your purchase yeah, history. Right. So those guys are getting the ones for like, you know, bubblegum flavored Oreos, whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. How fun. Yeah. I love stuff I can't like believe, that. I think it's so hilarious that your mom is one of them. I also think that, <laughs> you know, like he doesn't pick products that fail though, but my brother is, no, maybe not. He just has a sweet tooth. Because like, <laughs> I was like, does he buy those? Because he's definitely bought like the... Like those, the flashy like drinks and, and mm, you know, like, yeah. like if, if he sees, if he goes in during Easter to, you know, grocery store and he sees those sugar cookies that have all the colors on them and everything, he's buying those. Okay. Yeah. But I think that might just be a sweet tooth. Yeah. Yeah. He's different. Yes. He doesn't Should let him know that he has a predisposition to diabetes <laughs> based on my genetics, which is the same as his, oh same God. in that way. So. Oh my God. Right. Should let him know. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Do so, the right things. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was a little, a little fun news. Um, another one that I read about that just made me roll my eyes. Uh, airlines, you know, like they always try to make it sound like they're giving us like the yeah, best deal and everything, and mm-hmm. like look what we're doing for you. They <laughs> are trying to make uh, uh, us feel better and give us the sell on the middle seat. Oh, for Pete's. You know what they've done? No. Added an extra inch and called it a comfort seat. Shut. I'm annoyed. An inch of what? Right. Are you kidding me? So like, there you go. You won't be as close. You'll have a little more elbow room. You know, and they're like selling it for more now. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to people talk about that. And one woman was like, oh, well, if that isn't gaslighting, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> they're like, you will love our new luxurious... Middle. Oh, can it? Can it? I didn't find out what airlines were doing this, but I'm already mad at them. And inch. Yeah. I mean, I do believe, and you and I have talked about this, that the middle person has the uh-huh. first right of refusal on both armrests. Absolutely. Yeah. I will fight for that. <laughs> and if you're the outside person yeah. in the row, you just, you're not getting any, you already have your armrest over there. Yes. I, I'm Same taking with the both. window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be a little more generous with the window person because they're kind of trapped. So like oh, I give, I'll nice. give them, unless I am the window person, which, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah. yeah, I feel like I should like claim both of them if I'm in the middle seat. That is the only real advantage that I've found so far about having only one child is that we can take up a whole oh, row. Oh, that is nice. And we don't Put have him take... in the middle. Yeah. Oh, that's really great. Mm-hmm. Airlines aren't what they, I mean, of course they aren't what they used to be. I sound like a million years old when I say mm-hmm. that. But I remember traveling when I was younger and we would go to trips to Europe and we would be able to lay down in a whole row and my mom, like what, we would have one of us laying in the seats and then one person would lay on the floor and we would just sleep there. No. For real. Yeah, those were the days. What happened to that? It's like when people get nostalgic about not wearing helmets. Right. It's like, well, I mean. I swear, mark my words, there's going to be a day, like, our grandchildren, maybe even our children, are going to say, can you fucking believe that they allowed humans to drive cars? True. I know that that's going to happen. I already feel like that. Yes. Because I see you people on the road, and I'm like, what are you doing? Nobody's paying attention. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that driving today in the rain, and I'm like, looking over, 
there is a woman talking, like holding her cell phone no. and talking like that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Dude, we know about this now. What are you doing? Yeah. So I don't trust those I fools. I don't. Yeah. I was just watching a video about sort of the history of the airlines and how terrible they are now, but the prices used to be the equivalent of like 10 times more to, you know, fly, let's say New York to LA or vice versa. Um, So yeah, you got to deal with a lot of crap now, but it is affordable to most people. Yeah. I feel like they haven't really changed, right? Isn't that what I hear? Like the prices for airlines they're like are the, the same, same with yeah that they've been exactly but they like haven't been adjusted for inflation and everything like exactly that. yeah yeah so it is more available to folks who are lower income but mm-hmm. what an experience i mean mm. it's br- it's brutal out there it really is yeah yeah and i feel like other companies are starting to recognize how brutal it is and are trying to make themselves a little more i don't know you mean the smaller airlines? Not or? airlines. Oh. I'm thinking of another one that I read that Harley Davidson is trying to rebrand itself as like a wellness brand. Wellness? Yep. They saw a stock decline of like 50% over the last, I don't know how long, but uh, uh, to try to, you know, because they, they, I think it's people who were thinking they were dangerous or whatever. Well, they are fucking dangerous. So now they're, they went through this whole like rebranding thing. And now they're trying to turn it into like this freedom, and that it says today's anxiety ridden in today's anxiety ridden culture, like we need freedom more than ever. And their new slogan is "Breathe, Ride" or something like that. Oh it's no! Like breathe, like oh, they're like trying to feel the wind in your hair. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. I mean that's fine, and mm-hmm. that's not exactly untrue. But yeah. wellness. Yeah, this article I was reading, it says, goop for gearheads, why not? And how it's like they're trying to sell it as like total well-being. Like, you know, w- this will help with your anxiety. The, Does I it, though? Fuck that, getting on a motorcycle, like Chris is mine. <laughs> Have you been on the back of one of those things? Yeah, I oh, mean, I do like it. After we talk about how we need some self-driving cars because nobody's paying attention? Well, yeah, it's dangerous. Forget it. I think that, what's they call, the doctors call them... Uh, organ, yeah, something about organ donation because yeah. they're just like goners. But absolutely, yeah. Like I heard some. I can't remember what the exact stat is, but it was like if you get a motorcycle under the age of twenty-one, there's a hundred percent chance that you will like the likelihood is almost a hundred percent that you will end up in like an accident with it. it there's like an age in which it's just because people other vehicles oh, can't see oh, or organ what? donors. Yes, I have heard that. They call, yeah. And you combine that with more in males than women, but with high risk taking and the testosterone and all that. I used to date a guy who sold skin. What? Remember Jim? <laughs> he, uh, I remember him. Yes, but- that was his job. He was in like medical sales, but for skin grafts. And he he did that before we were dating. But he said that like. You'd think it was a lot of burn victims, but mostly it was from road rash from motorcycle accidents. But where did he get the skin, Sarah? But they, like, harvest that. That's, like, they grow skin. There's a company whose job it is to grow skin for these things specifically. What? Yeah. Do they use, like, a piece of existing skin? Yeah. Like, good. I don't know. I think it's, like, basically, you know how you can, like, grow other organs and things like that where once you have, like, the, the... I like can honestly say I did not know that. They make skin grafts and 
Good question on how they make them. I didn't ask. Any I can't believe you never. <laughs> you never had any. I probably did. Oh my yeah, god! I don't remember though? Did he actually see the skin? Yeah. Oh lord. And then I... when you're in those kind of sales, a lot of times you're you're like tra- like talking to the doctors like through the operation. Like I know somebody who's in medical sales for like eye surgery stuff, and yes. he's in surgery with the doctors there. Like, so. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. My God. By the way, I, I read an article about... Why food tastes different on airplanes? Would you oh, argue that it does? Interesting. Do you, do you think that it even does? I never noticed. I mean, most of it tastes bad, but then at, I don't. Well, but know. like, even if you bring your own. Oh. And that no, I kind it, of got because I buy things at the airport to eat on planes that I do not buy in real life. Namely, I was just telling Sarah I had a meltdown the other day about Gardetto's, like Chex Mix, whatever that stuff's called. Yeah. And um, I always buy it for flights, but I don't ever buy it at home. Weird. And I think it's because of that, which is that the way the that smell. the yeah the way that the pressurized air and all the whatever they're doing to it affects your nose ah. increases your umami yes. taste. Interesting. And that's why another thing I do makes sense, which is that I order tomato juice. I don't do that ever. Get out. And yeah. you love that. Yeah. Umami. Th- yeah, right. Get out. Suze. So you're being, you might be inclined to go for salty snacks or like. I do that. like a sal- salty yeah. snack and I'm definitely hungry for that. Maybe that's um, why. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Who knew? Maybe that also explains why we always cry when we watch movies on planes. Oh my God. Every single every time. Every time yeah but i swear i i'm all on board with that anxiety thing about how you're anxious 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 and then you're like yeah and there's the cathartic yeah we already cracked that case yes we did we are good at cracking cracking cases yes i uh i can't tell you uh you know what's happening with harley davidson or what uh (laughs) that airline is thinking but i wonder if the harley campaign is actually working is it? I wonder. If I think it's like, one yeah. of those last ditch efforts to try to like you know we've tried everything else. Could you imagine what that boardroom is like where they're Why? like What's all the those problem? guys? I don't get it. In I just think that maybe like a, a a a lifestyle or kind of like a culture brand that's just dying on out that's on the decline, mm-hmm. and like people aren't really as into. I don't know any like young motorcycle enthusiasts. The only person I can think of is Kenny Santucci, who when he came to California was like. Oh my God, we have to go to the Harley Davidson. Yeah, he loves Harley. So it was like, okay. But does he even have a motorcycle? I don't think so. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's riding the goddamn subway. Oh my God, that's right. He lives in New York. But yes. Uh, Oh, that's weird. Yeah. But, you know, can't be too mad at them for trying. No. Hey, whatever. We can, however, be really mad at the school (laughs) who suspended the teacher for showing the picture of her and her wife. Did we talk about this? No. Oh, I'm so glad I talked about this. I can't believe I thought you were going to hear this already. Uh-uh. Oh, Suze. Okay. I'm mad. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So her name is Stacy Bailey, and she's a Texas teacher. And she was uh, suspended 
because she was doing a slideshow of like, um, uh, uh, first of all, Bailey has won the Teacher of the Year Award in Charlotte Anderson Elementary School in Arlington two times. Wow. This is an amazing teacher. And she was uh, suspended. This happened a little bit ago, but she was suspended because she was receiving complaints from parents after discussing... She wasn't discussing her sexual orientation. She wasn't doing anything like that. She had an introductory slideshow, like when they first... You know, it's like your first week in school, like getting to know your teacher. So her and her then-fiancé dressed up as Finding Nemo characters. Let me show you the picture. I'm mad. This is the photo. Oh, so cute. Adorable. Right. They're making little, like, Nemo and Dory. Yes. And that photo, people said, was her having a homosexual agenda (gasps) in showing that. And so... She came out with a statement that I thought was so well said. And she said, when a straight teacher happily announces that she and her husband are expecting a baby in an elementary school class, she is, say- she- is she saying something inappropriate to young students and impressionable students? Is she announcing her sexual orientation? Is she presenting her life in a way that promotes her political beliefs? Of course not. She's simply sharing facts about her life. Wow. Yep. So she ended up filing a lawsuit. Well, yeah. And she won. Good. And they had to pay her ten or $100,000, and she ended up donating 10000 of that to a uh, charity for LGBTQ students. And wow. then she donated 10000 to the Human Rights Campaign. Ms. Bailey, that yep. was very nice of you. Yep. And luckily, after an eight-month suspension, she was assigned to another school. Fuck that. Yep. I am so sick of bigots. Isn't that crazy? Did they really think they weren't going to get sued? I mean, look at that cute couple with their little dogs. <gasps> oh! <laughs> they are right it's so wholesome so wholesome oh they so love each other how wholesome. dare they yeah it's infuriating yeah you can can it with your bigotry i know it made me so mad reading that and it and it goes to show also that the kids in that district are being trained <gasps> to be bigots mm-hmm. and that's why they even mentioned it to their families because they know that yeah. agenda if anybody has agenda that's not miss bailey it's mm. uh people that are bigoted towards other sexualities yeah what would you do if you if you heard that in like a parent talking to their kid like that in public for oh like a stranger yeah nothing but if it were someone i knew i would say something yeah i'm not gonna get involved with somebody's private conversations but yeah I know. Remember that time I was at the in line in Christ, at Christmas, and yeah. the little boy was talking about liking yeah. the, hand, the scent of the lotion, and the mom said that's a girl scent. I had. To, I mean, I was like, and then I regret. I mean, like, I don't know if I regret or not, but I. I mean, I feel like ooh. I tend to do the passive aggressive move where, like, mm-hmm. I start talking about it with Adam in front of. I love that move. But I yeah, mean, that's that why is... I talked to the kid, not his mom, because he's right, she's wrong. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong to say something. I just don't think I would do that. Right. But it's real tempting. Yeah, it feels like a bubble that comes up inside of me where I'm just like, you know? (sighs) Yeah. I just heard a story from a friend who was at like a business conference or something. And uh, they were like all driving on like basically somebody in in a very uncomfortable or like, like professional setting brought up the and a female brought up like Harvey Weinstein stuff. Yeah. And was like, don't you feel bad for him? Shut. What if you heard that? I mean if somebody said that to me, I would that would take me a long time to get through the diatribe. Could you imagine? Yeah. Like what that what that could have been like for everybody. I know that feeling 
um, I have it too. Mm-hmm. When you see someone that you're used to seeing in a position of power being mm-hmm. completely humiliated, but you have to intellectually right. like as a woman. dismantle that way of thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any kind of... Because I always say patriarchy has many faces and they include a lot of women. A lot, for sure. And we all are so exposed to that worldview that it can be a knee-jerk reaction to maybe think, oh, poor yeah. Harvey. Maybe he, that is that what that was. That's fine. And but somebody then, needed to come in and be like... You have to dismantle that. that. Let's go through that. Let's break that down. Because you might not even realize you're a part of that patriarchal Mm -hmm. um, culture and worldview. Mm -hmm. Because it's just ingrained. We're exposed to it for so many years. Yep. And then you have to be like, wait a minute. No, I don't feel bad for him. Nope, not one little bit. And it's also, it's not just misogyny. It's also racism. Yeah. Because if Harvey looked (gasps) like... You know, you're so right. Yeah. Ew, I didn't even add that extra layer. The white, in. the straight white man. Yeah. is like who we think is do like you, never. Do you think people did that though? That maybe people said that about Cosby, that there was like the oh poor guy thing that people could have said that because maybe. that kind of. But do you think they d- did poor Bill? I if they like did, I, I did not hear that sentiment. I, I, I don't know. Maybe because he's old. I yeah. think there might have been more of that. And they these idiots with their walkers and their oh. bill with his blindness. And then as soon as they're convicted, they suddenly can walk and see. Come on. But I do What's think... What's happening with him right now? Bill? Yeah. He's just locked up. Yeah, where? I don't... Uh, I believe New York. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> I'm sure that it's a mixed bag. I'm sure he hates it, but like, I bet he's worshipped. Yeah, yeah, I wonder... Because, you know, his victims weren't kids and all that stuff. So it's like mm. not, you know, there's like a hierarchy of crime right. in there. So I'm sure he's like trying to be the leader of, he always liked preaching to people about uh-huh. how to behave. I Like in my mind, he's like give it, doing sets. He tweets every once in a while. I'm sure, he, you know, he directs his team. You to, can tweet from prison. Well, he just tells people what to write. Yeah. That's a weird one for me. It almost feels like. That's one where the law hasn't really caught up yet. Like they shouldn't even be allowed to you have accounts. You shouldn't be allowed to, to, ooh, that does get messy because then it kind of takes away your First Amendment right. But then does your First Amendment right get taken away if you're, I mean, well, they you do, they're, right? they're different. They don't even get to vote. Felons they don't, don't even right. get to vote. So, so they have different rights. They do have different rights. So like it feels like you shouldn't, especially if they're, It's like giving people a microphone. One of the people that I write to in prison, he, I think I told you about him. He had snuck in the world's smallest cell phone. Did I tell you about this? (laughs) No. There is, if you Google it, there is one. Get out, the world's smallest. It's super duper small. And he hid it. And um, I know all about it because I was like, tell me everything. And um, he had an Instagram account at the time. And he was posting and he gave me, he gave me the login. He even gave me the password. Get out. Yeah. So he, cause he, it's private. And so now that he did. The criminal. <laughs> yeah. Incarcerated gave uh-huh. you the password mm-hmm. to their Instagram. Yeah. He's like, I want you to see he's it like, all. Hey, update my story. How funny is that? Oh my God. I can't wait for you anyway. to tell me everything about this afterwards. Anything else before we go? Oh, talked about lizards falling out of trees. <laughs> Check. 
check. You know? I just want to encourage people to stay positive and um, do what you got to do to stay sane right now. Hey, send us some fun articles. Oh, uh, you sent yeah. Susie all of them. Send them to me, too. <laughs> I like things. You should. They will, too. If you go in your Instagram, like, other. Me- yeah. They will. I will check. There's probably, like, a million in there I haven't even looked at. They won't know if you saw it unless you approve. Oh, and you yeah. can still get the link, even if you don't want people to know you saw it or something. Because, you know, maybe you're private. I don't yeah. know your life. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Love you. Bye. Bye.